Okay, it is the uh, April 22nd edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. want to start off today uh, talking about Bellator. Yesterday they canceled Bellator 244, which was scheduled for June 6th um, because of the coronavirus pandemic. And that leaves Bellator um, with no fights scheduled now until... October, so they're in a, a good position as far as there's no rush to get back into business. There's no more scheduled fights to cancel or consider until uh, October when that that Dublin card is supposed to take place. So they're they're sitting sitting pretty, I think, as far as what the future holds. Um, during this, during the pandemic, so they can pretty much come back. Um, I'm sure they want to come back sooner rather than later, but they're they're in a place here where they can uh, come back when science says they can come back or should come back. So I wouldn't expect um, Bellator to rush things, um, and they're. Um, I think they handled this much better than the UFC. I think they handled it much better than PFL. And I don't think uh, Scott Coker and crew are going to get the credit they deserve for the way they the way they handled the uh, pandemic just by canceling um, their cards that were scheduled. Yes, they did have a rough, uh, uh, a, a rough start with the uh, March 13th card, which almost went on, but... Um, cooler heads prevailed there, and that card was scrapped. It was scrapped at the last minute, but it was still scrapped. And um, I'm going to assume the decision to do that was Bellator's and not uh, an outside influence like the UFC had with Disney and ESPN. So congrats to to Bellator for doing the right thing. And... We'll see when they come back and under what circumstances and what they use to judge uh, the correct time to return to action. Um, PFL, uh, I think there's some rumors floating around that the stipend they will be offering the fighters that remain on the roster because they did release uh, about a third of the roster, if the reports are correct. Um, after they had said that the fighters were going to get stipends for, for the canceled 2020 season, so they really dropped the ball on that one, um, handled it poorly, and I'm going to guess that most of the PFL roster thought they were going to be up for those stipends, and then the next day they find out that one-third of them are going to be not only not receiving the stipend, but not having a a job so pretty horrendous job of handling that situation by pfl Uh, i don't know why it was handled that way but it was just very poorly handled um so no reports on who was released yet Uh, um, by the sounds of things they were released via uh, an email i think mma fighting had that story which I don't think you want to if you're going to be released 
I don't think you want that to happen through an email. I think uh, I think the fighter should have been called and you know told over the phone uh, about this rather than just some generic email where you know fill in the name. So just a poor job from PFL in handling all this. They did the right thing by canceling the season, sure, but the the fighter cuts and the way the the stipend situation was handled was just terrible. So we'll see where that goes. And I'm also very interested to see which fighters will stay on the roster and if those fighter how many of those fighters are tied to Ali Abdelaziz who has had some, shall we say, shading dealings with uh, World Series of Fighting and PFL in the past. Um, so curious to see who, who stays on the roster. That's part of uh, Abdulaziz's team. So I think he's still a little too close to the PFL, and I think the uh, folks that run that organization are a little too friendly to signing um, his fighters. So... We'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, the UFC still pushing forward with this Florida thing. Um, I asked the Florida State Athletic Commission if they were testing for COVID-19 coronavirus. I got a non-answer on that. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, we'll also see if this, this... There's still a long time ahead for this bike card. And... Um, with some parts of Florida, I guess, reopening, um, there's still a good chance, maybe not a good chance, but there's still a chance that this fight card could get scrapped. Um, it's no secret that I would like to see it scrapped because I don't think any above and beyond um, safety measures are going to be in place. But we'll see. And that's, that's another thing I want to talk about here is... Uh, Whenever Dana White's been asked about the safety for these cards, even if he's been specifically asked, are you going to have coronavirus and COVID-19 testing? His answer has always been, the UFC goes above and beyond in in safety. Um, he'll never, he has, I don't think he's ever directly answered the the COVID-19 coronavirus testing question. He's He's worked around it done a good job in making people believe that he has this figured out and that there's going to be testing. But I don't think he's ever come right out and said that, yes, we're going to test for coronavirus and COVID-19. And if he has, he still has not said uh, or laid out a plan of how the testing is going to take place. So um, I want to see the UFC... If they're going to brag about going above and beyond, then they need to do that. They need to go above and beyond, and they also need to show us that, gonna, that they're going above and beyond. Um, with Dana White's record of stretching the truth, it's a it's a it's a show don't tell situation in this in this case. So show me you're going ahead. Show me you're going above and beyond. If you if you don't do that, then I'm I'm just going to have to not not really believe that what you're telling me is is true um i need we need to, the fighters need to know this uh 
even though White doesn't want to share this information with the media, the media should know this. Um, I would think that Endeavor would want them to prove that they're doing something. It's just a terrible look if you're the only sport that's that's running and the spotlight's on you and you can't or won't show that you're going to to to, to test people for coronavirus and COVID-19. It's just a terrible look. And um, Dana White's apologists can say what they want, but there's no way the UFC should get away with running this fight card on May 9th without providing detailed information to everyone. Um, it just doesn't make sense to do it otherwise. I think the last thing I'm going to talk about today is Patricio Pitbull. He um, did an interview, I believe, with MMA Fighting, and um, he did not hold back on his opinion of the way the UFC is is handling these things, and he also gave credit to Bellator. And I know a lot of folks will probably say, well, he's a Bellator fighter, so he's going to side with them. But what he said, um, I don't think you can really argue it. Um, it's, it's, I think, I think he was right on the mark on this. So what he was said is, um, what would he do if he was in charge of an organization uh, at this time? And he said, I would do just like Bellator, wait for the market to react. And then, and when the government opens everything, when you can bring in fighters from other continents, okay, if that possibility is real, let's have an event. There's no debate. UFC is only making noise for the media, creating a mess and making money. Um, and then he went on to say, uh, and then this is about the UFC. My impression is that fighters come last, right? Fulfilling contracts comes first, making money, and fuck it. Bring entertainment for those at home and fuck the fighter if he's going to catch the virus or die. It seems inhuman. Um, I mean, he's right. He's right. You're, the UFC is making a decision not based on science, based on what Dana White thinks, which he's shown in his interviews up to this point a complete um, lack of understanding and ignorance on coronavirus and COVID-19, whether that's by design or... Um, he really believes that that this is just a minor inconvenience. Uh, I don't know, but he's shown through his actions that um, the entertainment factor and getting these fights on books and uh, moving towards the 42 fights to get the paycheck from ESPN is far more important than fighter safety. Um, and not just fighter safety, but anybody's safety that's going to be in these buildings, wherever these events are held. Um, it, Pitbull is correct on this. The, the, uh, the fighters seem to come last in this equation, which is not a surprise from the UFC. The brand has always come first, but the brand can, can and will be possibly damaged by this move. So now... Dana White's wants, wishes, desires are going to even supersede the brand. 
So this is all about Dana White at this point. I I I truly believe that. Um, if he had uh, fighter safety in mind, he wouldn't hold this event on May 9th. If he had the UFC brand in mind, he wouldn't hold this fight on May 9th. This is all about um, living up to the fact that he said he would be the first one back. So if being first is more important than safety, then, then Pitbull's right. It's a fuck the fighter situation. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't see it any other way. So I think, I think that nails it. I think that hits the nail right on the head that the fighters are coming last. Not a surprise when it comes to the UFC. Um, so like I said, I would, I would hope this, this fight card gets canceled because of safety, but we will see how that goes. Um, I think that's all I have for tonight and, uh, I'll be back tomorrow and until then stay safe.